podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening and welcome to the Midweek Fix from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav and with me I have got Keith, Kev and Conroy as we look forward to Liverpool travelling away to the San Siro against Inter Milan in Inter. Did I say Inter there? Inter, Inter Milan Inter. Um, in the last Zorty. 16 first leg tie of the Champions League. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're definitely going to preview this game because, of course, we are based around it. But um, we're going to play the bet make game again. But us four are going to be on the chopping block tonight, I suppose. And we're going to talk about our charity and anything else that comes up in the chat. Sure, why not? Um, it's whatever night of the week it is, and we can do what we want. Um, Keith, how are you? Shave the beard. What's going on? Shave the beard. Yeah. Um, vanity took a hold of me, Gav, because. <laughs> I could be a silver fox, but I don't know because I don't have hair. So I always assumed I had luscious brown locks and my beard started going white. And I'm like, no, I'm not having it. Now, with no disrespect, you're a salt and pepper beard man yourself. Mm. Kev, the same. A few of the lads, you know. But I I was, you know, I thought my beard was special. It was a nice... A nice luster off it, a nice brown and... uh, it then started going white, and I said, no, shave it off. So shave it off and start again. And I have it in my head now it's going to grow back brown again. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Someone in the but, chat the other night reckoned you were, um, you were dying. But- yeah, someone said it was, no, quite the opposite, quite the opposite. I was panicking. I was, my life was falling apart around me, and uh, someone thought it was dying my beard. No, it was a little crisis of conscience there. Um, just had to make the decision, shave it off go again we start again like stevie g we start again we don't let it slip we move on let's go okay um Fernando chia says and um this is definitely for you keith because he says um i got up on the screen for you now and you can read it he says keith tell us about the time you went to brentford did i ever tell, tell you that story well, about you to brentford. Brentford. You went to anfield to watch i went to anfield to see brentford yeah. now it's a bit harsh because i talking about it in the context of you know Fabinho scoring but that's me thing now so yeah. so do you know what that's another reason why I shaved my beard someone said it in the chat the other night I was like Uncle Albert during the war when I kept bringing up <laughs> yeah. but the more I was looking at it that's a shame I just kept seeing my beard going white and I'm like hold on a minute <laughs> so, hold on, go on. Like Uncle Albert during the war absolutely brilliant uh, Conroy how are you no, good thanks, guys. Good thanks, guys. I don't think I'll top that that uh, that entrance into the show, Keith. But I'm I'm doing good and looking forward to the game tomorrow. I think it's 13 years since we played Inter and Torres scored 12, yeah. 13 years. That's it's going right. to be it's going to be an exciting game. Second time at the San Siro in one season as well. If that's ever happened before in a Champions League campaign. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. I really am, um, especially when we look at the lineup and what we could put out there tomorrow night. Kev, how are you? I'm all right, mate. Not too bad. Long yeah. day. Yeah, uh, busy day. Busy day. Okay. Busy Started day. off at five o'clock this morning, so it's been a long day. So you want out of here at about twenty-five past ten? Is that right? <laughs> no, 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 you're good. 
You're good. I don't mind to, after the games I watched tonight. It's it's good to be looking forward to Champions League again because you're into the proper Champions League now. Yeah, you know, this is proper knockout football. You know, no away goals. Matters. Yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of people complaining about it tonight at halftime. And in fairness, that was how Madrid were always going to play this first leg. Yeah, you know, keep it tight, stay in the game, and nick one if they can, but. Keep it tight, keep it to one if if possible, and take him back to the burnabout and try and do a job there. Yeah. That's proper European football. You know, that is two-legged knockout football at its finest tonight. Yeah. And it's slow and it's turgid and it can be a pain in the arse. Not everyone can go to Portugal and score five. Well, we, we can. But in general, when you get two good sides in Europe, it's, it's a chess match. You know? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I love this type of football. The results tonight, City won 5 0, did he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they beat Sporting this one 5 0 in Portugal. Um, PSG struck late to beat Real Madrid 1 0 with a Kylian Mbappe goal four minutes into injury time. And, you know, like, I'm delighted it's back. Um, I love the knockout of the Champions League. The, the group stages don't pass me by, but. I'd be look just looking going. I probably yeah. I watch every game. Don't get me you, wrong. You, you cherry pick in the group stages, don't you? Yeah, like I wa- really don't get me wrong. I watch one. every game. I watch every minute of every Liverpool game, um, of and I kind of keep an eye on the other groups to see who who if we we're top, who will be second. That sort of stuff. But um, when it comes to the knockout stuff, it's like brilliant, and especially when you get if you can get into the quarters where it's an open draw and it's just mayhem. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think it should be an open draw as soon as you get through the groups. I, I, that's what I think. But look, that's that's another day's argument. Um, let me see. Um, so look, we go away to Milan tomorrow. Um, first leg, second leg at Anfield in two or three weeks' time. And Keith, I come to you like. We seen on the weekend. Um, Kat says his guy's going to shave his beard next. There's no real point, Kat. When I shave mine, I still look like of a like a nine o'clock shadow. Never mind five o'clock, and then it just grows very, very quickly. Um, so, but I'll, I'll keep it in mind. But Keith, we seen at the weekend the strength of Liverpool squad when it's fully fit, and you've added in Luis Diaz into that. And, you know, people miss him from, not miss him from the squad, but left out of the squad because of the numbers you can pick. I think you can pick more in the squad tomorrow night because you have the five yeah. subs and stuff. But, yeah, I, I said it going into the weekend. You have to be mad excited about not only being still and being in four competitions, but the fact that you're going into it with just so many options where I think it's going to be tough for us to pick a starting 11. Um, later on in this show, you have to be really excited about where Liverpool are. You know, coupled with the fact that it's again, like we said, knockout Champions League football. Yeah, as Shawnee always says in on their shows, it's big boy football. Um, it's it's the good, the cream of the crop. Essentially, are playing each other, and you have to be on it. But when you, I was watching that PSG Real Madrid game tonight, and I was just thinking, not impressed with Real, defended okay. But when you think back to how they absolutely upended us, yeah. and now I would fancy us to absolutely steamroll them. Do you know what I mean? Like the difference that a year can make in, in football when you have got a full fit squad or you have got, you know, you've got the options to choose from. I mean, the reality is now we're going into this game tomorrow where we've got five viable options up front. Now, people argue that Bobby is Bobby. It doesn't score goals. Bobby will still be one of the force names on the team sheet for Klopp in big games like this. Mm. 
because of everything else that he does. But we've got five real strong options without having to go into Origi or without having to go into Minamino, without having to put the ox up front. Do you know what I mean? Like the options now, the strength and depth, having them all there, it's pretty frightening. So we now go to a situation where we're, you could say we've got four good centre-backs to choose from. I think Joe Gomez, you won't see him only sparingly, I'd say, between now and the end of the season. And hopefully, because that'll mean nobody's injured. We're going to have uh, midfield options. Look, we can argue about the midfield. I think there's been a lot of talk about the midfield over the last while, about the makeup of the best midfield. And tomorrow will probably be an indication of Klopp's thinking on that. Do you know what I mean? A big away game in Europe. What'll he do with the midfield three? What'll the mm. options be in there? So does does with the exception of right back, there's options everywhere. And it will be I think it'll be telling to see the selection that he goes with tomorrow on, on what his thinking could be going forward for big games. Kev, when you look at the fixtures we have coming up and um, we'll get on to Inter and stuff in a bit and, mm. and this actual game, but when you look into and Klopp Klopp and the players always say, Kev, they, they just look at the next game. They always say that they just look yeah. at the next game, and it's and when they say that they don't just mean like when you're talking about you know a title push or, or whatever it might be. They literally just well, we go to the next one and we deal with that and we go to the next one. But with the with the options he has, Kev, you you look at Inter away tomorrow. You have Norwich at home in the league, followed by Leeds at home in the league in the rearranged game, and then the cup final, league cup final against Chelsea. Will the for you will there be part of the club that look and think? I might do this here and he's nearly plotting the next four games over the next 10 days. I guarantee you he is. But I think the everything he's done so far since we've come back from the international break has been building to tomorrow night. Okay. He's got minutes into players who needed minutes. He didn't take too many. He made changes without risking players. And he's got he's, everyone that he's wanted to see has had minutes. So I think the games that we've played has been building up to tomorrow night. He'll go as strong as possible tomorrow and then rest two or three, make changes again against Norwich to be fresh again for Leeds. It's no, Klopp lies through his teeth. He's not thinking. He might, the players might be focused on the next result, but he's managing the 25 through this so that by the time they get to the end of the 25, everyone is as fresh as humanly possible. And we've got a maximum amount of points that we need. So, and if he's not doing that, then I'd be amazed. I'd be shocked. It's. Look, I asked that question, and I'll I'll bring it to you, Conroy, because you know, I, I think Kev's right. I think he is looking at, at at this. He knows this is a huge game. It's a, and it's a huge opportunity, in my opinion, with, with the draw we got against Inter to get into a quarter final, and then you don't know where it's going to go, really. But but Conroy, like. There's pressure there. Well, yeah, Liverpool, there's pressure. But he has this game, right? And then he has two league games that he must win. And then he has a cup final. It's not like there's one, it's not like there's a there's a dead rubber in there anywhere. You know, like a league cup game in there that he can, he can, he can mess around with. And with all the options he has and resting two or three, this is what I'm trying to get to, Conroy. With all those options, it won't feel like resting two or three. It actually feels like giving players that probably deserve a chance a chance because we probably have 16 or 17 that could realistically argue that they should be in the fourth team. And it's probably worked out well that he doesn't have a dead rubber in there where he just tries to 
Plumas a few people by throwing them into that, that game. They're all very important. And if anyone gets minutes in any of these games, they're going to feel the importance of it because we need to win in the league. It's a cup final and it's a European Cup knockout stage. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the thing is as well about Klopp as he talks about, his Kev says he does bend the truth at times, but he always talks about rhythm, which I think is when you've got games like that, Gav, especially you're you're getting rhythm. You're not having anything, as you said, like a... Uh, even if there was like the FA Cup Norwich tie, if because I don't think that's in between that as well. Even if there's something like that, it could probably kind of postpone or delay that rhythm. But every game's important. I feel like you're spot on. What I would argue as well, it's not just the signing of Diaz. I feel like it's, um, I'd say the returning early. I would actually probably say the the what's the word the was when something become something when Elliot at the start of the season he's actually became out of nowhere evolutionary he's became like a up for a starting spot then obviously unfortunately got injured but then he's came back looking you know pretty sharp as well because it's also a really bad injury so that's that's another bonus as well and then you've got players like Ox and Keita who've also came into form and let's be honest guys 50% of Liverpool fan base would have probably never seen that coming but right now Ox is having a decent probably I'd say a good season you've got Keita who's came back for the AFCON who's trying to get a place as well so I completely agree Gav there's numerous options where it's like it won't feel like a patched up squad for these games. And I don't know about you guys, sometimes I like when it's quite plain and simple, right? Here's the run of games, you have to win them, have to go as strong as you can, let's go. And I think if you go around Anfield, I know you're at the Brentford game there, Keith, you said, but you've got the intensity. Doesn't it, doesn't it doesn't like to talk no, about it. I don't like to talk yeah, about it. Now that you've brought it up. Yeah, but it's like intensity, rhythm, such that like the morals of, of the club, of especially Klopp's, way and, and the team and the coaching staff's way I just think it's actually something to look forward to yes we could think or oh, worry about each game but I think it, it's difficult I feel like with those um, the, the arrival of Diaz and other players I mentioned there the way they've played this season I think it actually a lot of people said this week you can see the depth in the squad and if anything it, it makes me kind of look forward to these games even more to be honest to see because even like someone like Akita you could actually see him he had a good game at the weekend you could see him playing one of these games and having a solid performance as well it's this is we've came around to this depth eventually and it's very exciting I I don't want to go, go too over the top but I'm going to have a good go over here right good lad right. love it go on. I think I was thinking about this earlier right and the reason I'm happy that there's not like a dead rubber game in there is because, and I said it, if players get on the pitch, I think this is, a, I'm not saying players aren't on board, right? Because they all pull in the one direction. I think it's a brilliant squad, the way they look after themselves. There's never any issues. You never hear a word out of torn. But you can have them on board, right? And then you can have them where they're literally going, we can actually win the lot if we go for this, right? I'm not saying they will, but... Over the next four games, because it's a it's a Champions League game, it's two crunch league games. They're all crunch league games, right? And then it's a League Cup final with a chance to put some silverware in the table early in the season that can give you that bump. I think if you use, and I think he will use the squad as, as much as he can, but I think any player that gets on that pitch over the next four games, if we come away with four wins and a trophy, right? They're, they're not going to be worrying about, you know, oh, there's, there's only so many places on the bench. They're all going to be literally going, listen, Everyone's playing a part of this, right? And this is a key part of the season. I think it's a massive part of the season because you could actually put yourself in a massive position to get into a Champions League quarterfinal. You will put two more wins on the board, all right? Now, you might still be six behind or whatever it is, and you can win a League Cup final. And 
that for the squad, I think, will be absolutely huge because then you're facing into you're into March. Like this season is is this season is going quick. Do you know what I mean? You're into March already. It's only March, April, and a bit of May, and it's over. And I just think it's absolutely huge in the next four games that we win them, but but we play and as many. I'm not saying throw them on for the sake of it, but as many players get minutes and come off the pitch as a winner in these games for Liverpool, they will all be. There's more of a chance of being okay if they're on the bench next week or one of them gets left out of a squad. It increases that unity as well. Yeah, I, 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 unity, I think yeah. it's absolutely, I think it's, I think it's massive for everyone. Um, they're on board, but I think it's just massive for everyone to just turn and look and go, you know what? Like, he might play this week, I might play next. But listen, every time I come on, we're winning. Every time he plays, we're winning. And they'll just push each other on right till the end. They will anyway, I think. But I just think there's that extra little element where you just look and go, this squad... You know, like a juggernaut sort of effect where it doesn't matter who we're putting on the pitch. We're not afraid to put him, A, B or C on the pitch because they're all getting games and they're all winning. And that's the way you have to be. I was speaking about it yesterday on on the cop update shot where I was saying we need to come around to the idea that we have, when we have 23, 24 fit, that we stop arguing over who's playing and we stop arguing about who's in the squad and we stop making big things out of who's not in the squad like Minamino, Jones, Gomez the other day. We need to stop (coughs) that. Man City are uh, up the road from Liverpool and they have 25 players and nobody mentions who's in the squad and who's not in the squad absolutely. don't give a shit they just look squad at game now it is yeah. a squad game now absolutely yeah I, th- I just I just think it's absolutely huge but well, Gav what we've done as well sorry for cutting across what we've done you're right this for this block of fixtures right so we've got a Champions League quarter final tomorrow we've got two home am I frozen what no the- you're not frozen I just want to read this from Jonathan before I forget it he says nice one Gav after March comes April then it's May you learn something new every day what a prick educators um, educators yeah. But now something about the squad, Gav, that you were saying there, you know, we are really, we, we look at yeah. this block of four now, Champions League quarter final, or uh, last 16 or whatever it is, right? So you look at that, you've got two winnable league games, both at home, but you're really two crucial ones. So it's not like they can take it too easy. And then a League Cup final. But then you've the FA Cup home toy against Norwich as well. So you can use the likes of your Minamino, your Origi, Curtis Jones, if they don't yeah, feature what, in the Yeah, but we're gone, beyond, we're gone beyond the point of the FA Cup just being another thing because if you win this round the FA Cup, I think, are you one game away from a semi-final at Wembley? Yes, of course. Um, no, yeah. No, no the next round's the fifth round. Yeah, you then you went to the, the sixth, sixth round. round. The sixth round is the quarter-final. So if you, if you beat Norwich, your next tie, if you win it, will get into the semi-final at Wembley. So it's gone, even the yeah. FA Cup's gone beyond the point of, I'll just throw whoever out and what Yeah, happens. but what I'm saying is, yeah, but that's what, that's my point. You know, it's a home game against Norwich. Usually with the FA Cup, we're getting screwed with, with toys. That's not a bad toy to get. And that means you could realistically, you know, if you lined up with a Minamino in a front three in that game, and he might get a half an hour in another game. He's still getting games. He's still getting on the pitch at a crucial phase of the season. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it's not like you're saying, right, this is our 15, 16 players. These yeah. boys are going to see us through. You still have a chance to give others while looking at um, using that squad and keeping the, the harmony there. Because what you don't want is you don't want to have to bring players in cold. Do you know what I mean? So you want to try and give them as many minutes as you can where you can but you're right when big games are coming taking fast it's hard to get lads sorted you know token games here and there but the way it's falling now <clears throat> we have a league cup final Kelleher could start that 
I think don't he think he will. Do you think he will? Yeah, I he could. Yeah, he, but that, there's a debate now, and that's 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 a good thing for Kelleher, isn't it? But that's what I mean. So the, the League Cup final could see Kelleher, could see Minamino. Minamino scored the most rounds in that League Cup run. Yeah, I do you think know what I mean? I, so I, I so there could be game times for everybody. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. There could be a lot of games. It's not a case of right, 15 players and that's it. I think everybody will see game time over the next month. Okay. I think um I think when it comes to when it comes to that um League Cup final, I think Chelsea will be looking at it going, How many games are we behind in this league? Yeah. You know, and we have to play games we have to fit them in. They'll be looking after being away at the World Club Cup. Um they're back now. They'll play the weekend, won't they? Um but but they'll be looking and they'll be saying to themselves, you know what, what'll we do for that Sunday? I think you'll see a mix from both sides. You usually do in the League Cup final. You see a bit of a mix, but we'll have to wait and see. I I just feel that Every player will be going on that pitch. I'm, I don't want this to sound wrong because it sounds like they don't. They always go on the pitch to win. But I just think the added stuff of the competition that's there now within the squad on top of winning games and progressing in. You could be winning one, progressing in another and, and putting another two wins on the board in the league. I just think everyone is just going to be absolutely chomping at the bit to get in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you look at City... Like City are true in the, to the next round of the Champions League, right? Some of them players will know they're going in against Sporting Lisbon now in two weeks or three weeks' time or whatever it is, and they're going to be put in there and it's like, just go in there and play that with you because you won't be playing the weekend. Whereas what I feel with this Liverpool squad is we're chasing so much that they all feel they should be in there. They all feel they should be in there. But uh, look, it's one of those. Uh, Nay says, I'm saying I think an awful lot tonight. I've done a lot of thinking today. I've done an yeah. awful lot of thinking. I just have to get out Reflecting. of my system. Reflecting. Yeah, I just have to get Contemplating. out of my Yeah, I just have to get out of my system. I'm sorry about that. Um, let me see. I have to get I have to get Kev back here. There we go. Um, bosh. Right. Um, let's uh, talk into Milan. Keith, I'll stay with you. Um, yeah. Inter are going quite well in Italy. Um, Barella is banned for both of these games. Yeah, a lot of people Which consider nice. him their best player. We do. When the draw comes out, you know, well, there was two draws, wasn't there? Um, but yeah, we, we end up with Inter Milan. But who was it? We got in the other one, the Mickey Mouse one. Salzburg. Salzburg. We got Salzburg first. Yeah, yeah it was Salzburg first. We, right? we ended up with Inter Milan. Um, Keith. Yeah, I think it's a decent draw. I don't think we've any. Do you think we've any fear going to that San Siro against them? Because if, if AC Milan are the standard, which they are at the moment, I think, I think they might be on top of the Serie A at the weekend. Um, I don't see why we fear these in any way. And I mean that going into tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, I think AC went top, but Inter have a game in hand and there's a point or something in it. But you're literally talking one or the other. And when when Milan, when we played them, they were the run, running away at the time with the league and they proved not to be any great shakes. Now, I think Inter are a better team than AC. I think okay. they're a more drilled and well-organised yeah. team. But in saying that, they're missing Barella and he is the key man in their midfield. He is the one that ticks them over. He's the the, the one that can um, keep the, the game moving. He doesn't slow things down. He speeds her up when they need to. And I think he's an absolutely cracking player. Uh, and the fact that he's missing both games is a huge, um, a huge bonus for us. But Inter are a very settled team. I reckon we can pick their starting lineup now, and yeah, pretty easily as well. Yeah, I think I think it's very easy. I think one player yeah. only it's from it comes in for obviously only one player comes in for Barella, but I think that's the only change that are sort of yeah. standard. So what standard? Go team. on, pick me their eleven, and then we, we can start looking at theirs. Yeah, 
Handanovic is in going to be Handanovic is going to be in goal, right? Yeah, so yeah. they're going to do a back three, and that will be Skriniar. It'll be Devroy, and it'll probably be Bastoni. Um, yeah. He didn't play the weekend, but. I think the Marco played. He'll come in. Jeremiah, oh, they're missing Bastoni. Well, then the Marco play centre back for them. So then the midfield, they'll have Denzel Dumfries will be right wing back. Marcella, um Ivan Perisic will be left wing back. Uh, we'll have Brozovic, Chalinoglu, and then Vidal. I think will come into the centre for Barella. He's come in. The, I was looking at the last few games, and it was he was the only change there. And then Latardo Martinez and Eden Zeko are going to be up front. Um, and look, it's a strong team. Or you find very few bigger Latara Martinez fans that aren't Inter fans or Argentinians than myself. I think he's great. The kid is brilliant. And Eden Jekyll, we said it uh, on the Jack show the other night. I think he's one of the most underrated forwards yes, in the last couple of 20 years in Europe. I think he's fucking brilliant and he's still brilliant even at this stage. But air defence are pretty good. Do you know what I mean? They're they're well able to cope with those um, those two forwards. And the fact that they play with, that they don't play, unless they change their system and they go with it, sort of a winger forward or up, I can't see them upsetting Trent. Do you know what I mean? So the way Inter are going to line up with uh, Perisic on the left, I think that plays into air. Like he's not going to be getting beyond Trent too much where I think teams do target us. So... I, I think it's going to be easy to pick that lineup, and I don't think they'll pose too much of a Look, that could bite us in the arse. That could, I could get crossed. The one, the one thing they are, they're physically big. Yeah. They're a big side, they're a tall side, and they'll be strong from set pieces, but they don't score many. They're, I think, three wins, two draws, and a loss in their last six in the, you know, in the league. They're, they're a good side without being excellent. I wouldn't hold any fear of playing. Playing them home and away over, over the two legs, we we should get through. And whether it's comfortable or not, it's up to that's down to our mentality. And yeah. if our mentality is right, then we should be comfortable enough. You know, it's not going to be an easy one. Kalinoglu is very good from set pieces. His free kicks are very very good. Yeah. Uh, Brozovic is a decent holding mid. Vidal, we know Vidal's been around forever and a day. Does he have the legs to live with a Thiago? Don't think so. No, and he's a yellow card merchant as well. He loses. Dumfries is an interesting one because he's a big, tall, strong fullback who really should be a centre back at six foot two, you know. But he he's powerful, but there's no mystery about him. You know, he's 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 not good season, wasn't he? Yeah, he's had a good season, Dumfries. He's he's a good solid wing back, but he's not going to pull up any trees. He's not going to do a trick to get past you. Robbo will have played against him and versions of him his entire career. There's nothing new about him. As long as you manage him, you're okay. You know his delivery isn't great. It's good, but it's not excellent. It, you know, you just have to be wary of him. You know he's got energy. The one thing he does have is energy. He will go up and down all day long. Perisic on the other side, not so much. Perisic isn't exactly going. He's he's the one weak link. That's why they brought in Goosens. You know, to eventually take over from Perisic in the long term. You know, but Goosen's out, so I think that's their weak link. That and probably Kalinoglu is not the most defensively minded. So that yeah. side of the pitch, their left side, 
is there probably there one place where you can attack? And if DeMarco is playing at left centre back, then you know Salah could be in for a good night. Um, if we if we look at let's face the teams up against each other then, and what we think what Liverpool might do, and then we can talk about where we could where we need to be careful, where we need to try exploit them, and who the key players are um, for both sides. If we if we match them up, right? So. Conroy, Allison, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson. Are you come, anyone? Conroy, are you comfortable with that back five? Do you think there'll be any changes to that? Yeah, after every game, you get people doing the Kanati shouts, but I think he's proved if Matip's fit, he's going to play Matip. So I think it'd be Matip. Okay. Well, you're not worried that Matip was a bit sloppy during the day, not sloppy, but. He looked a bit leggy. I thought, I thought he was sloppy the game before that as well, Keith. But yeah, I just think so. with Klopp, he'll, he'll start him. I get what you're saying, but I just think he'll start Matip. No, I, agree. I think Matip's excellent. I think he's brilliant. I was just, I, I don't know if he might do what can I think. Sloppy moments, I would agree with I that. Think he, I think he'll do one tomorrow and one, one on Saturday. Mm. So I think you could kind of flip a coin on it. Midfield, yeah. Conroy, I'll come to you first again. Um, I think this is where it gets interesting, and it probably yeah. tells you Klopp's outlook on the on the game itself. Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson, because I think there's a huge chance of that starting tomorrow. What do you think? Yeah, I I, I would agree. Um, but let, let's be honest. There's been a lot after um, uh, Sunday's game as well. There'll, there'll be a lot of people wanting. Elliot to start this game as well, and I think just to go back to Keith's point earlier about the indication for these kind of fixtures coming up. I think that's a great point, Keith. I do think you kind of see Klopp's, he's thinking in this game, I think whoever starts tomorrow will be a big indication. There's going to be changes throughout these games, of course, but for me, I agree, Gav. I'd still go for Henderson. I feel like as much as he's not been in great form, it's it's a massive match in the San Siro. And there'll be people who would say, just put fire Elliot right in there. But for me, I think he, he will go with the the... I say the safer option, but for me, I think he will. You go with that experience in there instead of putting Elliot in. And do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he does put Elliot because he surprised me before. Starts him against Chelsea Anfield, so it's not unprecedented. I just think he'll go for Henderson. I think, um, I think there's a huge chance he does go for that midfield. If it was me, I'm not fucking about. I am. I put Elliot in, um, and I'd actually put Kate in before Henderson. I genuinely feel Henderson. I go with Nabby. Yeah, I, I, I feel Elliot or Kate is a better option than Henderson tomorrow night, simply because Henderson gets a back issue last week and he just seems to be always playing the next game. I think th- I think that needs to stop. And no, I, I would agree with that, Gav. I just think it will be Henderson. Sorry, that's what. Yeah, I mean. no, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I am, um, but uh, again, it comes back to what his outlook is. Is he going to go? Because I think that's a fairly solid midfield if he puts Henderson in there. If you want to try be a bit more attacking and exploit them and take a few more chances, you do earlier or possibly Keita. Keith, midfield for you, what do you think? I agree. I think it'll be Henderson as well. And I think it'll be Henderson because I think, look, we all know he's been out of form. He was poor the other day. We said it on the show on Sunday. Um, but I think Klopp is the type of coach who is not really want to take someone out of firing line for a big game. And I think he will put his trust in his captain to go out there and perform from because I think with that midfield three it is going to be solid we know that but if Henderson can start the game I mean the other day Henderson was was pony against 
Burnley for 50 minutes or whatever he lasted. But he put a great cross in. Do you know what I mean? He whipped in a good cross. And he does have that in his locker when he's not doing them shitty little floaty things to the back post. If you get a midfield of Thiago Fabinho Henderson and they start well, I think Henderson can do a good job. I don't think it's a, a porridgey midfield. I don't think it's like, uh, you know, unadventurous because I think Thiago can can um, pick holes in teams and Fabinho can do it as well more. I just think he goes with Henderson. I think he holds um, Harvey Elliott back. I think he starts against Norwich okay. at the weekend. But I think for Europe, I think he goes for... And that's above the likes of Naby. You know? I think Naby's been playing well. I think Curtis Jones has done okay. I think the one that's going to get thrown in here is going to be Milner. I think it's Henderson or Milner for the experience, and I think it'll be Henderson. I, I think it might be Henderson, but I, I'm not fully agreeing with that, and I'm not going with Milner at all. Milner should be a sub, and what I mean by that, and I, I've said this for a while, he should be a four sub if you're losing, because he can yeah. sit back and hold you know try hold the fort while you push players on and if you're winning he's actually a good sub to come on as well because you know late in the game yeah he, he'll, he'll short things up and he, he gets stuck in Kev I'm going to throw this up in front of you and mm. I want to see what, I want you to see what I want to see what you think Diaz Jota Salah and I'm only saying that because Sadio's come back um, at the weekend he starts is it is it an opportunity to give him a rest and put Diaz in there. Does Firmino get in? You see, it's all about options and it's all about opinion. But yeah. I would, I would go with Diaz Jota Salah. I think he goes with Mane. Uh, I honestly, I, I don't think he put the he 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 might go with Diaz, but I wouldn't be surprised. I want to see. I'd rather see Mane. Um, the five sub thing is is huge because you can always give someone off the you can always give Diaz off the bench 30 minutes to run at people when they're tired or vice versa you know if you start with Diaz you can go the other way around but I think Jota and Salah nailed on on form alone but um I think these are these type of games you need people who know the system away from home um, and know how the others move around them. And I think it's probably too soon for Diaz. Okay. Keith? Uh, again, it's what what I, th- what I would do versus what I think Klopp would do. Um, I think he could be Mane as well. Uh, yeah. I'd do Diaz. I'd play Diaz um, to get at them. Are we all going just, with Jota up front? Again, I would go with him, but I wouldn't be surprised if Klopp went with Bobby. Do you know what I mean? In I big have a games, feeling, have a feeling if he starts, him. Henderson, he starts Firmino. Yeah. Because it suits, it suits what you're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, people have to remember that Klopp gets a lot of buy-in off these players to run through walls from over and over again. And he tends to reward those who've done it. And people mightn't like that. Do you know what I mean? People might think, you know, are well, you... You know, Hendo's finished. He, you can't be playing. Well, Jürgen Klopp still raids him. Same with Bobby. And I think I, it's hard to pick. And this is beautiful about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're arguing over who plays. We could see Diaz, Jota, um, Mo. We could see um, Mane, Bobby, Mo. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We don't know. Do you, know, do you know think Jota starts though? Because he's I think he does because he didn't start. 
he didn't start the weekend, did he? No, it was the other three. Like, so you know, I think he definitely starts. Yeah, I think he definitely starts. So it's only that sort of left wing. And let's see, he could put Bobby up there and he could move. Um, Jota left. Could Jota, Jota, Jota left. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard because one to pick, isn't it? It is. It's hard. No, but it's I good think, hard. I, think it's, it's yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's difficult. I think it's an easy pick. I honestly think it's easy. Um, Bobby isn't in any kind of form away from home. If you're going to be playing on the counter, he's not in that kind of form. Jota is. Um, Sadio, you know what you're going to get with him. He'll run for, He'll run all day for you. And if you want someone to take on Dumfries and Skriniar on that side, then he's your man. Diaz, yeah, I'd absolutely trust him going forward. I trust Mane more coming the other way. Okay. And it's coming the other way is key because I think Bobby could play because he might want them to get in among their midfield, whoever's sitting in their midfield, and he might want Bobby to just go and put pressure on. That's all the, the options and what these that, players that, that kind of that, when you when you when you talk about that, it, it, it makes me think back to a couple of seasons ago in Europe where Firmino done that brilliantly, and we went for them. And on top of that, you go for a more functional midfield, um, and you look for Mane and you look for Salah to be the ones that are killing teams you know off the back of what Firmino does I think one decision in the team might might just add on to another like I think if he goes Henderson I think he goes Firmino I think if he went Elliot or Katie I think he might go Jota because the outlook will just continue on through the team if you know what I mean the back five or the keeper in the back four won't make much of a difference but I think what you pick in midfield I think Fabinho having said that he could literally he could go Fabinho Keita Henderson he could go yeah. I just can't see him doing Keita Elliot I just I just don't know if he fancies that as a midfield no um, I don't think Keita plays too well when he's got another midfielder that's maybe not as defensively orientated yeah. we've seen him with Oxley chamberlain yeah. quite a lot where it hasn't worked and that's look no slight on either player they both seem to want to do the same thing and I don't know if Kate Elliot might be more of the same. We know Elliot likes to sort of get on the front foot and and attack. He's an attacker that's come back into the midfield. So yeah, I don't think we'd see that too. I think it'll be you know I think the Thiago Fabinho thing is up is probably going to start, and the other position is up for grabs. And there's about seven players going for it. Yeah, yeah you could you could you could also have like it's it's not probably going to happen. I understand he's not played recently, but if I remember right, I think it was Ox, Thiago, Fabinho was that against Atletico Madrid, and yep. Ox had a superb game there. So there's, there's an option there as well. So yeah, but what you what you find is is that when you have Fabinho and you have Thiago, it is always that slot on the right hand side um, where you go. Who are you putting in? Like he, I don't think he's ever putting. Fabinho, Thiago, Milner in there. You know, he, he goes with Henderson at times, but I think if he brings, I think it's Cater or Elliot or Henderson that they're the, probably the three that you'd look for. And I think Curtis Jones should be the one really pushing for that because yeah. I think he's, I think him and Elliot are very similar in how they could affect the game for Liverpool from that position. But if you, I think if he picks Henderson, you know he's going to look to keep it solid, keep it tight, and then he's looked, I think he probably does pick Firmino. And then there's a, there's an argument over where he could put Jota left and leave, leave Mane out and put, and keep Salah on the right. And you look for, you look basically for your two wide men to literally play up front and, and try hoarding there. But Kev, i come to you like, no matter what way we look at that front three or, or that one midfield spot that we feel may be open for debate, what way should Liverpool approach this? Because at the end of the day, it's still Inter Milan, it's still the San Siro, it's still the Champions League and away game. 
should Liverpool look to just go and, and hurt this or should they come out and treat it like it's a big European away? You know, I know the way goal is gone, but, but a good sure, a draw or a, a draw is a good result to come away and, and go to Anfield with. What way should Liverpool approach this? I think the first 20 minutes will be key. We'll manage the first 20 minutes and see what they have and see how they set up and how they want to play. But I honestly think we'll dominate the ball. I think the way they'll set up, they might line up in a 3-5-2. That'll turn into a back five very quickly. And then it's just a case of our midfield and fullbacks managing the space and making the pitch as big as possible. Be brave as well, just because there's no away goals. We could we could conceivably go away and score three or four. You know, we're in really good form. And these are the type of players that you're playing against that you want you want to be played. It's not a Burnley. Burnley are as as a one-off game. You know, but these type of players that they're going to be playing against tomorrow night will try and play. They might even try and play out from the back guard level. You know, um, there's ways and means around playing these. And I think that when we played AC Milan, they didn't hold any great shakes. They had a couple of breaks, but I don't think Inter Milan are any better. You know, they'll be organised, yeah. They haven't really changed much. You know, I think it's Mancini's, is it Mancini's our manager now? Or? No, Simone and Zaghi. Simone and Zaghi. But he hasn't changed much in the time that he's been there. He's literally just taken up what Conte had and ran with it. So they're structural, they're functional, and they're rigid. So you know, I think they're tactically be better than Milan, though, Keith. Hey, Kevin, hey, Kev, do you not think they'll be tactically better than Milan? I thought Milan's tactics were just absolutely naive, like moronic. Yeah, but I think they'll be more rigid. I think they'll be more rigid yeah. in their shape. They're not going to be pulled around out of their shape. So you can play within that. You know, our, the way we set up a 4-3-3 against back fives has gotten better against the better sides, if you know what I mean. Because I think it's not Inter, like I think playing Inter, in Chelsea or Spurs here. I think if Inter are going to go into this, and if, you t- if we're going to dominate the ball, and Inter are going to drop into a back five, I think the Diogo uh, Jota must start the game. And they don't have the pace to get away from you. But, uh, but I, think he, I think he must... Be, uh, no, they don't. But I think he must start the game. Because every time I think of Liverpool playing where teams are camped, we yeah. start crossing the ball too much. Now, we've kind of got it out of our game over the last little while, but it can drift back in where we just start hitting cross mm. after cross. But I love if Diogo Jota's in the box and we're crossing the ball. He's not the yeah. biggest in the world, but just his, his movement and, and how many times he hits the target from crosses is unbelievable. I, I definitely think he should start. If, if the way you feel that Inter are going to let us dominate the ball, Keith... Yeah. Do win no away goals. Do winter just treat this as like, you know, if we get out here with a good result, we could probably get something around for because I think the no away goals makes Inter come out and play a bit. Yeah, yeah it's hard. You know what I mean? Like there. It like it's not, it's not like they can sit in tonight and and get one around Anfield and, and we only yeah. get one and they get through. But it's that's all gone. Exactly. Yeah, they have. They know with the second leg being in Anfield. They'll know what to expect. I mean, some of the players will have played there before. Um, Jekyll, for example, yeah. will be well aware of how it's going to be. Um, and I'm sure others have probably, although now that I think about Vidal, he may have done, I'm not too sure if he was at Bayern no, when we played him. Um, but they're all going to know what to be expected. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying there, Gav, that they can't just sit and hope to 
they, they're going to have to try and win their home game. Um, and that could play into their hands. They are going to be, we know Italian teams, we've seen it before. We've seen Napoli and the likes have come in and they've been dogs to break down. But I just think the the standard is probably diluting in Serie A over the last few years. Where, <clears throat> well, they're good players still there. It's a good team on paper, this Inter team. But we said the same about AC when we played them and on the pitch, Barring a, a five or ten minute spell where they got a couple of goals at Anfield, they were absolute muck. I don't expect Inter to be too much. And again, I'll say I think that strike force is one of the best in Europe. That's the but one I thing we have got, Keith. I think yeah. just with Jack, twenty-one goals between them in the league. There's, there's, there's. If you, I think if they get a chance, they can score. Whereas Milan, I didn't feel feel like Milan could miss the chances. If you know what I mean. So that's the only thing I'd, I'd give them. But even with that, Conor, I just don't know if, if you know, the, the profile of players. You know, Eden Dzeko isn't as fast. He was always fairly quick. He was never a flyer, but he was always quick. And he's still, for a 35-year-old, he's still, you know, decent enough he's pace, probably, but not yeah. enough to worry Matabar, Kanade yeah, or Van Dijk. And earlier, I don't think that he has enough to worry Matab Van Dijk or... Cannot they? Do you know what I mean? So I think their strength. We know Latara Martinez is a buzz. For, he's like um, he's nearly like a Sergio Aguero type of forward. Absolutely. He'll always get in there and find spaces. Like what we think Jota can deal with. Latara is very good at that as well. But I think Liverpool's defenders are so cute that I don't think you know. Look, not throwing Manchester United. They got to win tonight. But a Harry Maguire, who would have a brain fart, Letaro would eat him up all day. Do you know what I mean? And Jekyll would eat. They play on a centre back's um, weakness. Who aren't the best partnership in the world? You know. Yeah, but whereas I think this Liverpool team, this Liverpool team, I just don't see them them frailties that these two can can exploit. Look again, that could come back to haunt me. But I just think it's. uh, I just think it's it's the strengths that we have if we play. Look, Van Dijk's been excellent the last while. Matip, I think, has been a bit, you know, sloppy the last game or two, yeah. but he's been excellent all season up to then. But if Kanate comes in, you're like, right, well, Kanate is quick and he's good in the air. So, you know, them strengths, I don't, I don't think that weakens us. Arguably, his passing is better. Who? Kanate? Kanate's passing out from the back is better than Joel Matip's. Long range passing, not them little zippy ones into midfield. No. Matip's good at them. He's, yeah, if he put a bit of pace on it, he'd be very yeah. good at it. You know, Matic gives you a chance to nick it. Kanate doesn't. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like the strength of our defenders sort of nullified the strength of their attack, which is brilliant. But I'm just hoping that it doesn't come back to bite me in the arse. Okay. Um, a few people mentioned here. Do you reckon? I don't know what's going on, but do you reckon that Kev's the highest paid tripper? I don't know where that's come from. Yeah, that's just another lie, fake news. <laughs> I don't know why that is. And someone says that I'll be represented by Mino Riola on the next stream. I I genuinely haven't a fucking clue what's going on here. <laughs> but if you want to let me know, throw it in the chat and let me know. Conroy, there's a lot. Of before we go on to predictions and stuff like that, um, there's a lot of people in the chat just going on about Inter and the diving, the the dirty play, the they'll slow down the game, it'll get nasty yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. What do Liverpool need to do to just overcome that? Because it can very easily happen where you're on top and they're just slowing it down, they're dropping for injuries, taking ages over throws. You can get frustrated and, and frustration can lead to you being a bit... Um, a little bit off, a little bit lax, and then, then they look to, like Keith said, 
they, if they want to play in your frailties, they could probably play in your lack of concentration because of the antics that's going on from there. Yeah. The Liverpool just need to come out and go, listen, we don't care if you roll around. We just still get the ball and play. Yeah, absolutely. To be honest, we shouldn't we shouldn't be getting frustrated. I think personally that's that that shouldn't happen. Like we've got the the Anfield tie second leg, so there's not a case of oh we're running out of time here. I think you want to win the game, of course. But I think you saw a, a example of that. I think it's a good point with the chat last season. Trent absolutely lost his head against Vinicius Junior, and Vinicius Junior played him. Like uh, so, he just played them. Just honestly, Trent's getting erratic, trying to, and then end, end up the same game. He makes the the mistake when he heads back to the goalkeeper. I think Asensio scores. So there is yeah. there is a past here, and I feel like Trent's done that at times. For me, no, just don't get involved. If the game finishes now, no, I'll take that going back to Anfield. There's no away goals rule. So personally, I think I, I think it's a good point. But Liverpool should seriously be used to that by now. They've literally won a Champions League. They've, this team has played quite a few years together. They should be. They should know that certain teams are going to do that. Yeah. Personally, just don't get involved. I think that's the biggest problem. Is see when you try to win an argument, you're ne- they're, ne- they're not. They're never not going to do it. It's always going to happen with certain teams. So don't waste your. I don't waste the oxygen on it. To be honest, just just don't let them get in your head because the reason they're doing that is to try and find your weaknesses. So just don't show them anything. Mm. Jonathan says Inter are a decent team, shouldn't underestimate him, won't be a cakewalk, but we still we should still win. Glenn Parsons reckons the Italian Atletico play the same game as we did against them. Um, the, the diving is just inbuilt into the Italian game. We should get ahead and then do it to them, says Tarek. Um, and Bonkers wants us to attack from all angles. And Gavin Walsh will take a 0-0 all day. Someone must said he will take a nil-all or a nil-nil. Either, either or, even though they're the same <laughs> thing. Um, they would take them as well. It was Mark Cavanagh. Um, we're going to go on to predictions in a little while, but, um, for this game, for this game tomorrow, um, we have got Bet Me. Okay. So Bet Me, um, mostly you know how it works by now, but we have to pick 11 players from, it's usually one game, but it's two tomorrow night. It's Inter Milan versus Liverpool and Salzburg versus Bayern. Okay, the rules are as follows. We have to pick 11 players and um, we must have two goalkeepers. I think it's three midfielders, three forwards and three defenders. If I'm right, Kev probably knows more about this than I do because he's done it more than me. Um, and Chris Brack, if he's in the chat, let me know so we can know he's taking note. If not, I will take note or Keith will, one or the other. So, um, Chris was in the chat earlier defending grey beards, so I'm sure he's still in there now. Okay, no worries. Um, so what we're going to do is, between the four of us, we're going to take it from the start and we're going to go around and around and around until we get to 11 players. Okay, Keith, will you keep an all the players for me? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Um, don't wreck the gaff while you're doing it. Um, Just getting a pen and a bit of paper, that's all. Okay, so what we do is... Um, we pick the 11, then we pick the 7 that go on the pitch. But always remember, the max you can pick is 6 Liverpool players in this 11, I think. Um, so, I'll start goalkeeper. And I'm going to go with Neuer. No, no, don't, 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 don't. Why? Because I, I think he's injured or he's, he misses the game tomorrow. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's not. He didn't play at the weekend. Okay, well, bet may say they are here, so any questions, feel free to ask. They did say earlier. Neuer is out. Neuer is out. Well, then forget him. Uh, That was a horrendous start. Alison Becker. (laughs) Alison Becker, I'll take. Uh, Conroy, I'll come to you. Give us a defender out of them four teams Inter, Liverpool, Salzburg, Bayern. And remember, this is done on, you know, 
if defenders score, interceptions, tackles, whatever it might be, and we can put our seven up and our four subs, and then we can change it right up to like five minutes before the game kicks off. So a defender from one of them, please. Um, so Liverpool, so I'll go for uh, Van Dijk, please. Okay, we have Virgil van Dijk. Captains, of course, get double points. Uh, vice captains get time and a half, 1.5 of their points. Um, that multiple, okay? Um, it's Inter Milan versus Liverpool and Salzburg versus Bayern Munich. So we, so we have to have, what, six Liverpool? You can have, I think, a max of six Liverpool. Maximum of six from one club, yeah. yeah. So we've taken two. And do we have to have someone off the other three, or can we they be all oh, Liverpool? Oh, no, there's 11 pairs in total, so you've got to Yeah, but I mean, we don't have to have one, at least one Bayern, at least one Inter, at least one no, I don't think so. Okay. Don't I don't think so. So, um, But Betmate are here, they let us know. So it's all good. Um, Kev, midfielder, please. Midfielder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if the lads in Betmate are there can you let me know if Leroy Sané is a, in as a midfielder okay if Leroy Sané if is he in is then I'd have Sané okay well let's put Sané on hold for the moment Thomas Muller played holding mid for them do they a forward yeah, um, forward do you know what it's easy to take Mo Salah isn't it but I'm going to take Lewandowski Levin. Yeah, yeah, that's about the same, Keith. Okay. Um, Emma Cavanagh does remind us that Bet may have said that Perisic is classed as a forward in this game. So there you go. So um, we're waiting on the talk on Leroy Sane. Uh, Chris will be able to check as far as if he was in the chat, but I think he's gone off to do something. Um, Max Players per... Oh, 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 oh. Max Players per club tomorrow is three. Now, so there you go. See? See, Sane is a forward. forward. Okay. Um, so Max players three. Now that, that changes things. That changes things. I'm delighted with this. Uh, right. So right. who have you got so far? You've got Alison Becker. You've got Virgil van Dijk. We've got Robert Lewandowski. So Kev, you are meant to pick a midfielder. Yeah. I have to pick a midfielder. Um, you can pick a Liverpool one, Kev, because you've still got one Liverpool space. I, Fabinho. Fabinho, good show. Solid. Good show. So, have we got four players now in there? Have we all picked someone? We've got four, yeah. Right, okay. So, it's back to me. Is that right? Yeah. Now, I'm going to... Can I take someone other than a goalkeeper? Because that's what I got the last time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll take... I will take Grinier off Inter Milan. Sani is a forward. Kimmage a mid. Perisic a forward, says Bentley. Right. Who's next? Conroy? Uh Conroy is next, yeah. Conroy, you can who did you get last time you got a defender? Yeah, but I'll just I'll help you out if for a goalkeeper because we need two goalkeepers, don't yeah. we? Is that still well I think um unless I'm aware, I think Handanovic is fine for Inter. I don't think he's out or anything, unless you guys know a yeah. difference. So I'd go yeah. well, no, Handanovic. It's either Handanovic or we're going with Bladen Sven Ulrich or Philip Cohen at Salzburg. So well, do we have to start getting these players in because we can't Oh yeah, well I've no problem picking Salzburg players players, but right. okay. do we want to give a token goalkeeper the Salzburg keeper and just not use them? Not use them. Do you know what I mean? Like, what would be the worst idea in the world? I'm yeah, just looking at him, Put the reserve keeper for Salzburg in on the bench <laughs> so he does not chance to get near the game. But what's the chance of the goalkeepers coming off? Just stick the Salzburg goalkeeper in. Who's the best one? Yeah, we'll just go with Philip Cohn is the keeper they expect to play. Okay, put him in. 
Okay. And we give we give Conroy another shout then. So Conroy, you uh, have another go. How many inter players have we got now? You have one. Just screen here. No. Yeah, we just screen here, yeah. Yeah. I'll go for um I think uh oh, he's got injury I'm between is it any position, guys, or yeah, go wherever you want. Go wherever you want. We'll uh, I was thinking of uh, going for. I think I'll go for Dumfries. Okay, we need. Have you got him? What's he there? Yeah, he's a defender in the game. I'm sure. Yeah. Actually, if, if listen, if we need another forward, then I'll, I'll no, change no, that no, to Kala Hog. Can't can't pronounce Yeah. No, put, put we keep Dumfries there, and Bet Mate will let us know where Dumfries sits, and Keith will keep an over. If um, we change it, we can. Who's going? Uh, who's going to take on Kunku? He's not playing, so he's, he's a. He plays for Leipzig. He plays for Leipzig, yeah. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. Wrong red one. Add the Amy. Yeah, I'm thinking of the wrong one. Fucking add. And I'm sitting there going, nobody said in Kunku and have to fucking run with Leipzig. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Betme says, important for keepers to think about saves too. As you get a one point, you get one point for every save they make. Yeah. I'd put Oh, then then Salzburg might be a show. I thought actually, yeah, of course that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, That's if he makes any saves. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's a win-win because if he doesn't, then Lewandowski will have a field there. So, yeah, yeah, but what, what if he touches it and it goes in the net, or he touches, gets the rebound? That'll count as a save. So, okay. So, who have we got, Keith? So far, we have to so find we've out. We've got two goalkeepers. We've got Allison and we've got Colin off Salzburg. Yeah. And we have. Do we have to confirm Dumfries as a defender? Yeah. What's Dumfries? If the lads can confirm, yeah, no, that. they're there. They let us know. So we've got two defenders anyway. We've got Skriniar and we've got Virgil. Mm-hmm. We've got I wouldn't What? Just a shout in for a defender. Um, Trent takes all of our set pieces. Corners, free kicks. Yeah. And Alfonso Davies gets forward an awful lot for Bayern and gets an awful lot of assists. So, yeah, so, does, so does Andy Robbo. Yeah. It's one of those, but I think if you're going to go for a d- one defender to try to get the clean sheet points, but if you go for Trent as well, that gives you the clean sheet points and you get the assist points as well. Well, is he your pick? No, I'm just saying in general. Whatever. Who <laughs> oh, so it's not your pick. You're telling us who to pick. Mind your own business. I'm just giving it. you advice. If it's your put, pick, give, you can pick who you want. Two cents worth, and I'm having it. Have it. How many forward, what forwards have we got? <laughs> we've got only got Lewandowski okay and we have to pick two more so we have to get a Salzburg one in there we have to get a Salzburg attacker in well Karamadi Amy is, is their striker um, I don't know if Brendan Aronson is class as a forward again the the um, betmate lads might confirm that um, Brendan Aronson would be Brendan Aronson and Adi Amy would be good but they've a guy called Lukas Sukic as well plays for them uh, Croatian He's an attacking midfielder. He's very good. He's only 19. He might be one. I don't know again if he's in the midfield, but if we have to get Salzburg players, they'd be the ones I'd be looking at. Would be uh, Sukic. Do we, do we need a Salzburg Adiani. player, though? Do we need a player from Salzburg if we've got the keeper? Well, we have to have three, don't we? Three, the match you can have from any side is three. We, can, we only need, need two Salzburg you players. You need two Salzburg players. Two Salzburg so- yeah, And if one of them is the keeper, or, we only need one more. Or we. We only need two Inter players because fuck them. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Right, goalkeepers were sorted on. What defenders yeah. have we got, Keith? 
We've got Virgil and we've got Skriniar and we don't know what Dumfries is. Okay. To so me, Dumfries have... is a defender, but he plays as a wing back. So I would imagine he's a defender. Right. So we're done and we're done, we think, on defenders. Right. Okay. How many, what midfielders have we got? We've got Fabinho, the only one. Okay. So let's get a Bayern midfielder in there. Goretzka? Or Kimmich? Well, who's going to play? That's the problem. Do you know what I mean? Who's going to play? Because you've got Kimmich and Muller, I think, started in the, the double pivot with him the other day. Is, is yeah, Goretzka fit? Is Goretzka scored playing? 10 points the last time he played against the Via midfielder. There you go. See that? I'm not just a pretty face, a pretty bald, chewing face. There you go. Look at that. Sukic. Right. And how many, how many Salzburg players have we got so far? We've only got one keeper. So it's a choice then between Sucic, who's a midfielder, or Adiemi, is it? Yeah. So which one should we go for? We'd nearly go for the midfielder. We'd get more yeah. points out of him. Right, we'll put Sucic in there with Fabinho. So that's your Salzburg quota done, if you, if it needs to be done. Yeah? Yeah, so that's two Salzburgs in there. Yeah. So we've got two Inter, we've got one Bayern, and we've three Liverpool. Okay, so we need to add in two Bayern probably. Yeah, I mean, the the team news on Bayern, and I don't know how accurate this is, but it's saying Manuel Neuer, ew. Jamal Musiala, ew. Goretzka, ew. Alfonso Davis, ew. Okay. So, now, whether that, how how true it is, how... You'd be looking at Kingsley looking, Coleman. But uh, you don't want Serge to risk Gabriel. it, is what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. It might be Nabry and Cole, Coleman. I'd go. I'd love to go for Nab- Nabry, please. I think he's bleeding deadly. Nabry? Yeah. Again, can the betmate lads let us know what Nabry is? Has is he a forward? A is he a midfielder? Has to be a striker. Put him in as a forward anyway. Um, we still have to find out if Dumfries is a defender from the betmate lads. I don't think they've come in there and let us know. So we're just waiting on confirmation on Dumfries, all right? But we're going... So up front then, you have Lewandowski, Nabry and... One more spot? Yep. And we filled the Liverpool quota? We filled the Liverpool quota um, early doors. Now, unless you want to change any of that, I don't know, Alisson, Virgil and Fabinho. Does. I think I think you, I think you have to look at uh, Latara Martinez. I think you have to. Or Jekko, what about Jekko? No, Fuck I think them. I don't want any of them. Nabri is a forward, so that's good. Dumfries, that was. Let us know on Dumfries. Why, why don't we just that. change it to De Vrij then instead of Dumfries? Because he's definitely a defender. And he, I think he's definitely looking to start tomorrow. Yeah, but. What is he going to do much? If Dun- we can get Dumfries, I'll go with Dumfries. Defender, which is good. Right, we'll go with Dumfries then. Yeah, we go with okay. Dumfries. So, we've now got one, The only one, thing is two, we don't three, end up with any Liverpool forwards. We've got nine, nine players picked. No Liverpool forward. We can only have three. So, either we change out Fabinho or Virgil and we put in a forward. Could put take Alisson out and put Handanovic in and put Salah in. Yeah, that's a show. That's not a bad shot, actually. Yeah, do that. Put Handanovic in and get Mo in there. 
Because you'll, you'll no doubt score a hat trick tomorrow, and we'll be like, <laughs> yeah. And Danovich will, will be picking balls out of the blade net. That's the only problem. Yeah. Oh, we we could go with Byron's goalkeeper. So have we got. Right. Have we got? Yeah. I mean, is that is that still annoying? So that's still annoying, but we're gonna put Mo in now, aren't we? Is is it Mo that he's gonna go with yeah. or Jota? Mo. Not Jota, no. No, I think Mo's gonna Mo's due in it tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So we still got two to pick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One to pick. So we've got three Liverpool players. We've got two Bayern. We've got three Inter, and we've got two Salzburg. So I'd imagine we're looking we've at one more player Bayern. to pick. What position? What position? So we've got two goalkeepers. We've got one, two, three defenders. We've got right. one, two midfielders. So it's a midfielder, and we've got one, two, three forwards. So a midfielder. Yeah, so it's a midfielder. A midfielder off Bayern. Yeah. Yasuo Kimmich. Guys, I, 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 yeah, 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 probably, yeah. He's, because he's what, he's, start. what Kimmich will do is he'll break up attacks and all that, won't he? And you get yeah. points for interceptions and tackles and shit like that. So, well, the, the only reason I'm saying that is I think he's the only nailed on. You'd be very start. surprised if he didn't start. Like, Taliso could start in there. Or maybe Goretzka isn't as injured as I heard he was. And, you know, my sources told me that Goretzka is definitely out. But this um, sofa score app could be wrong. Do you know what I mean? So I'd say go Kimmich if you want to get another Bayern player. Thomas Muller's been playing in midfield, but I'd say he could be a forward in the game. Um, I don't think I don't think Muller would start. I think this is a game Bayern, will act, Bayern are well capable of doing a city like what City did tonight and rip Salzburg to shreds. Are we going with Kimmich then? I think Kimmich is a strong shot. The only one I'd say, guys, is if you wanted to change, do you think it's maybe worth changing Handanovic to Sven Ulrich for Bayern? Because you've got a better chance of getting a clean sheet. Yeah, but then you're going to have to change a bit more around, aren't you? You're going to have to take out. You're going to have to take out. One yeah, one no, one keep Handanovic then because he's probably going to make some saves as well. Yeah, we'd have to take out a Bayern. Yeah, I'll so leave that. Okay. Lewandowski, Nabry, or Kimmich. So go with Kimmich. So who's who's the starting team? We who do we want in goal out of two goalkeepers? How many? How many do we one have to team? One goalkeeper. I don't think it's two defenders in the starting team. It's one goalkeeper, two defenders, two midfielders, two forwards. Yeah, but right, it doesn't so matter what way. Seven. Yeah. Right. So. I don't know. Like I'd, I'd say, both keepers are going to be busy in their game. So, who's the keepers? Allison and no Handanovic. We took Allison now. Handanovic and Cohn from Salzburg. I go okay. Handanovic. Right, Handanovic. Because I think there's more of a chance of that being a close game than Salzburg Bayern if Bayern torn up. Defenders. Yeah. So defenders, we've got Van Dijk, we've got Skriniar, we've got Dumfries. So what I would say on that is, depending on what they get their points for, Dumfries is more likely to get forward, get forward, and I don't know, get an assist if they get a goal. But then Skriniar could be up for a corner. Do you know what I mean? A set piece. So okay. are we taking it that Virgil starts? 
Absolutely. Yeah, because you kick yourself if you if you didn't. Okay, we'll go. Well, we go Virgil Dumfries then. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. Sounds good. So the midfield options we've got: Fabinho, we've got Sukic, and we've got Kimmich. Say again. Fabinho, Sukic, and Kimmich. I go for Fabinho and Kimmich. Yeah, yeah. I think we're missing the trick on Sukic. I think we might be. I tell you, I thought that as well. But Fabinho the other night, the first night that we did this, was our top scorer. Was the top point scorer in the game? Oh yeah, mainly because because of his interceptions and his distribution. Okay, and tackles. Okay, we we go Fabinho. We go Fabinho and Kimmich. Sukic, no. Silkic. Yeah, he scored a lot of points. Yeah, go with him, go with him. And the, and the thing is, if he scored away from home and he can get uh, get on the counter, then, you know, he's going to be breaking up play like no man's business because yeah. he's going to be busy as fuck. Yeah, yeah go with that. Yeah, go with Silkic, Fabinho. Yeah. And then the forwards, we have Salah, Nabry and Lewandowski. I think that's probably an easy one, is it? Yeah, Salah, Lewandowski. Yeah. And remember, like the, the lads on the bench, if if Salah comes off, it's the forward, the forward who's on, on the bench comes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so then your bench is um, Cone, the keeper. Yeah. You've got um, Screenier. Yeah. Is your defender? Kimmich should be the midfielder. Kimmich. Kimmich. And Nabry. And Nabry is your striker. So if your man from Salzburg, for example, doesn't start, then Kimmich comes on and plays oh, yeah. the 90. Yeah. Okay. Right. No, we got to be a, a vice captain and captain. Oh, right. Um, I think Lewandowski has to captain it. Yeah. Okay. Just because you know, I think he'll get penalties. And, and, and I think Fabinho has um, has the vice captain because he's literally the top scoring player in Europe in 2022. <laughs> just, to be, just to cover all your bases, like. Lewandowski, captain. Um, Fabinho voice captain Salah hat-trick tomorrow incoming yeah yeah, but he's still in the team yeah. so he gets the points yeah, yeah he still yeah. gets the points yeah okay and, and like I said if we see the teams before we will see the teams before we have to select these so we can let Chris know listen whip him out whip him in you know that sort of way yeah. Um, so it'll be good so that's that's the so we'll have to keep half an eye on the other game tomorrow night yeah Keith, well. Keith yeah. has the list Keith's going to take a shot of that and send it on to Chris and Chris will sort it out for us yeah um, so we have the voice captains we have the captains we've, we've stuck to all the rules that we think Betmay aren't giving out to us which is sound so we look like we've done that yeah. okay right um, don't forget the link is in the description if you want to get involved it's very easy to, to um sign up for Betme and like I said if you sign up you get a free pot to play and you don't have to deposit any money or anything like that and pots start from £2 and please gamble responsibly and like I said you can do one a week or whatever you want but like it's a bit of fun we're trying to do it with we've um, we've put money into the pot so none of us are you know none of the air lads are spending it and if we win any money out of it um, by the time we run out of this money um, <laughs> we will be giving it all to charity as always so listen um, let's hope uh, that we can win something and we get it back to charity alright um, but I enjoyed that I have to say um, what did I want to say I wanted to say I need 
uh, predictions. So, um, score predictions and, you know, the rules. If Liverpool have scored a goal, I need you to tell me who will score. Kev? Uh, 2-1 and Salah and Mane. Okay. Keith? I can't predict these scabby toy games. So I'm going for 3-0 and I'm going for Mo, Jota and Thiago. Okay, Conroy. I'm going for <clears throat> very similar to Kev. Actually, I'm going for two one. I think it'll be Salah and Jota. Okay. Um, I'm going to presume he's going to go a little bit attacking here tomorrow, and he doesn't go down the Henderson room. So four one Liverpool. Love it. Not the one. A bit upset about the one, but Salah. Fabinho with a penalty. Do you think he stays on pens? Well, who who else is taking them? Salah. Salah. No, no, Fabinho's taking them now. Tell Salah to fuck off. He's missed too many. I think Fabinho has a chance to get one anyway because he's in the box now for corners and shit. Exactly, yeah. So I'm having a go with that. Um, who did I say? Salah. Fabinho. Fabinho either way but I think he should be on pants he hasn't missed one yet you shouldn't take him off but he has missed one for Liverpool yeah but he hasn't missed one in, in since I can remember yeah um, he, hasn't, he hasn't missed one since <laughs> Jota since he took one a few weeks ago Jota to start and score and Luis Diaz off the bench very nice very oh, nice that's what I'm going to go with uh Red Steve has 6-0 double Fabinho, Fabinho hat-trick. Uh, 1-0, says Charlie the Red, with Jota scoring. 2-0, Alison Braces, Kieran B. They're all on drugs tonight, clearly. Uh, Garmack, 2-0, uh, Fabinho and Salah. Um, Emma Kavanagh has 2-0, Jota and Salah. Gavin Walsh has 2-0, Pool uh, to Liverpool, Thiago and um, Jota. Um, let me see. I just want to say here, um, Bet may just answering a couple of questions in the chat, which is always good to see. He said, they tell you, there's no budgets like... Um, the fancy football. There's no transfers like the fancy football. You, the, the games are selected. You pick a team for it. Um, I mean, and it's, they try to make it as easy as possible. So you're not worrying about budgets and stuff like that. They put some restrictions on it with regards to you can't pick 11 Liverpool players in your squad. But um, that's just the tricky bit that you have to get around. And it leads to conversation, which is good. So as I said, the link is in the description if you want to check it out. Um, all going for a win. Happy, happy, happy days. Before we go, um, our charity fail a con i was doing a bit of work on this earlier and i think we have about four holes on the golf day to left left to sponsor they're 100 euros each if anyone's interested let uh, get in contact and you can put your name down for to sponsor uh, a hole on the golf course that day Um it's a couple of years together want to go in and get all your names together on it you can absolutely do that but i think if we get those done and we get the last few quid in with regards to long drives nearest the pin it should bring us close to about three to three and a half thousand up to ten thousand um raised which is absolutely fantastic and um, we have got a couple of those donations over the last couple of days i want to thank people for them but if you can if you can donate the link is in the description donate if you can't um share it wherever you can 
Like we're going to push and push and push. I think it's very realistic to get to 10,000. Me and Keith were talking before. We're going to try to run a, a couple of things where the day trippers are going to do something themselves to try to raise a few quid for this. And like I said, it's a brilliant, brilliant charity that um, all you have to do is go and look at that website and you'll realise how good it is. So if you know anyone out there that wants to donate, um, if you know anyone that, out there that might want to sponsor um, part of the golf day, get in touch with us. Email Twitter, Instagram, it doesn't matter. We pick it up anywhere in the live chat. You can do it and we get hold of you. But it's a brilliant charity. It's going really well. And we're starting to take all the sponsorship money in now and add it up and apply it into the don- donation page. And we should get close to three and a half thousand, I think, if we can get all that money in. And then, of course, we've donations. The raffle prizes are coming on brilliant. Um, one of, I'm not going to name them now, but a listener earlier, um, gave, gave me a lovely prize earlier. And we're going to add to it to make it even better. And that raffle will be open to everyone. Um, we'll tell you closer to the time. We were going to do it on the day where people present would just buy tickets. But we're going to open it up. And if it, if it costs us a few quid on postage to send stuff, so be it. We, we'll make sure that that happens. Um, but like so, that, if anyone does have prizes that they want to donate, you know, all donations yeah, are yeah, welcome. If you can donate money to the charity, go and do it. If you can't, share it. If you want to sponsor part of the golf day, get in contact. We let you know it's available. If you want to pour a prize forward for the raffle, absolutely tell us and we'll organize getting it off you, whether that's to get it posted and we'll pay for the post or you're sending a digital voucher or whatever it might be. We'll absolutely get it. We're going, to, we keep a list. We keep a list of everyone that gives a, a um, a prize for the raffle because we want to thank everybody and um, when it comes around to the time. Um, what about a live podcast? All the tickets go for charities as Garmac. Yeah, that's absolutely possible. Um, could go very, very wrong. Um, there's a lot of logistics <laughs> in that, but like, fucking hell, that could go really wrong. But it's something that we could do. We could probably do something, you know, if we, if we feel we need to three weeks out and we think we need a bump on this, by all means, we'll go and do it. Everything is open. Um, everything is open to consideration. So, but, but most of all, if you can donate, do it and if not share it and just tell people just to check out the website failacom website if you check that out trust me people will donate and if they, even if they can't or they like are not in position to if they share it that's absolutely fine but we're open to any help um any advice anything on this to make us get to the 10 grand because that's the most that's the thing that matters most to us um is getting this done by june um yeah. keith anything else before we go no, um, I'm just seeing the time there, and I know I could regale you with a story. I thought a good story go on, there. Go on, tell us. I, I tell you what, I will put a 12 minute time limit. I know it's only a short one, it's only a short one. I was out earlier, and a dog sort of uh went for an outlet on the street, and it reminded me. I don't know if I said this story before. I years ago, I was only going out with my girlfriend, who's now my wife, and yeah. uh, she lived in the North Keys in Dublin, and it yeah. was all warehouses, all derelict, you had to go through the Keys, and all these derelict houses, and uh, mm-hmm. I used to go down this dark road to get to her road, and there was a timber factory, and it was on both sides of the road, mm-hmm. and the security guard used to come out at night, and he'd be, you know, locking up one side, and he'd be going over, and one night I was walking Was it down, over a bridge, this place? It was just on the north, just near the point depot. It was just yeah. near the point in Dublin. And um, it was a timber factory. And uh, he, the, the, the guard, he used to go by every night. And, and I knew your man just to, you know, say hello and all. I was only 16, 17 at the time. And one night it was coming out. He was locking up the thing. And I'm walking along, minding my own business. Uh, 
and the dog, a big Alsatian, got off the leash and ran at me. Huh. And your man shouts, and he was a Scottish bastard like Conroy as well. Right? <laughs> and he shouts at me. He goes, don't move. So I froze. And this yeah. Alsatian you was froze pelting on the screen. As soon as you oh, no, that's froze, a coincidence, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that a coincidence. This Alsatian was absolute tearing down the road at me. And when it got about 20 yards away from me, your man shouts, fucking run. <laughs> and I had to peg it along and there was loads of these big containers you know that hold all the timber yeah. that he'd yeah. hitch onto the back of a blade and lorry and I had to fucking hop up on one of them things yeah. and the dog was your man came over and he put it on the leash and he goes to me oh geez he never usually runs for anyone says, that's no fucking news to me now is it yeah. I went in knocked into me missus's house sweat was pumping out me bleeding Lost about two stone and shite that night. But uh, yeah, when I seen the dog, it reminded me that I had an experience with nearly being attacked by a man. Don't move. So I stood there like a fucking Egypt. Yeah. And this thing was <laughs> hurling over at me. Keith. Run. Is the dog running for you? Run. Because adrenaline will always follows, keep yeah. you away from the dog. How yeah. many times have you seen people getting caught by a dog? It doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, it does if you stand still and if you stand, stand still, like a fucking like fucking yeah, you will. But genuinely, I think adrenaline yeah. will get you away. If you had been in your slippers, he would have definitely not caught you. Yeah. you everyone can run faster in slippers. Well, Especially if you got one of those there getting away from that thing and jumping up like fucking an Olympic <laughs> fucking Red high jump, high jump by getting over the thing. Red Steve reckoned that was going to be a long story where Keith gets recognised on a bridge. Um, <laughs> Fernando Chia yeah, wants no. to know with regards to the golf day, can Keith sing us a U2 song as we tee off on the first? Yeah, which one? You'll be there on the day, won't you? Well, we'll, I'll be yeah. there on the day. Yeah. Which song? Um, I don't know, but like, I'll, I'll definitely have stuff for you to do, so I don't know if you'll be able to be released from your duties to go and um, <laughs> sing U2 songs. Uh, so yeah. there you go. Um, for fuck's sake, Conroy, anything else before we go? <laughs> Don't think I can can top that. It's, no, that was some story to be fair, Keith. Uh, but yeah, I just it's when Red Steve said the bridge part. I just remember being on that show as when he yeah. got recognised on the bridge. So yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I would just add. Uh, I don't sing at all. Can't sing. Uh, but the other week I was in London and I ended up in is it the karaoke boxes like the kind of karaoke yeah. rooms? Yeah. And I've never really done that before. Um, and let's just say I had a few sherries, and by the end I'm singing Robbie Williams. Angels, and it feels like in my head, I'm at Nebworth. I'm at Nebworth, yeah. 2000. Uh, yeah, but then I seen the, the video the next the day, your hand. 100%. And then the next day, yeah, it, it didn't end up that way, but yeah, just thought I'd add that. Good stuff. Karaoke is lethal. Um, if, we, was if, we, done, if we had to do a live uh podcast to raise money to get to this 10k, I, I'm insisting on karaoke as part of the evening. Ah, um, yeah. Kev, anything else before we go? No, I'll go back. All good, no, no, all good. yeah. Just gotta let this little fella, well, little big horse of a dog out in the minute. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> mad to go. People notice you were telling them to shut up there, and you were referencing the, <laughs> you were referencing Look, the defender if, who was uh, involved if, if in this, something like Yeah, if, um, if this fella wanted, he could turn around and have me for breakfast, dinner, and tea. Yeah, so, yeah, you were just. You <laughs> were, you were, you were, a five stone staffy. He's about a five stone staffy. Yeah. And he kind of gets what he wants whenever yeah. he wants it, but he doesn't. He's, he's walking around the kitchen now, standing at the back door saying, if you don't hurry up here, I swear to God, I'm going to pee on you in a minute. 
Yeah. Uh, he's he can pee who he wants. He's never catching feet. Well, he might nowadays. He wouldn't have caught right, it years ago. Um, <laughs> people ask him when the golf day is on. The tenth of June is when the golf day is on, and we want to get to the ten k before we hit the tenth of June. Um, it's been another really good show. Um, thanks a million to Conroy, Kev, and Keith for joining us. Thanks to everyone in the chat for getting involved as usual. And as I said, anything would belong to Betmate, um, Failacon, um, even our new um, chat room, which can be done via an app now um it's all um there in the description if you're a subscriber the chat room stuff is on our community tab on our youtube and um, you go in there it takes about a minute to fill out and you can get in and there's loads of people in there having a lovely time so if that if that's an option for you go ahead and do that too that has been the midweek fix um enjoy what's left of your tuesday um i'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m me and kev will be back uh post match after inter tomorrow so um yeah we'll, we'll see you then Have a good one. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.